Hello, we are Restoration Church Chicago and welcome to our podcast. You can connect with us through our website, restoration.life, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Our mission is to glorify Jesus everywhere, and that includes right here, right now. Thanks for tuning in. We are actually are very excited to start a six-week series this morning. It is called Gifted. I'm, uh, I'm excited for this, so I hope you are too. We will talk about the spiritual gifts or specifically the grace gifts that we all have. These are gifts that were given to us by our Heavenly Father the moment that He made us, the moment that He knitted us in our wombs. So these are gifts that were given to us regardless, regardless of what we have done, or believe in even. Even for those, you may have seen those who actually don't believe in God, don't believe in Jesus, but they have this incredible gifting. It's because our Heavenly Father has generously and lovingly given us gifts unconditionally. And that's what we're gonna try to go through for this morning. Uh, He gave us these gifts freely, unconditionally. And I wanna make sure I stress that. So I want to briefly mention there are, there are other spiritual gifts within the Bible. Jesus also gave us spiritual gifts to some people to build up his church. We see that in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Uh, we also see in the Holy Spirit also gave us some gifts in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, as he determines. That was the verse from uh, 1, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and uh, scattering of other gifts mentioned in the New Testament. In this series, we will only focus on the gifts from our Heavenly Father, specifically in Romans chapter 12, from verses six through eight. So let's read through them together, and uh, before we actually go through what, what are the gifts and what are we supposed to do with them, let's, uh, let's start from verse three so we can have a bigger understanding, a bigger picture of what these gifts are for and how we are to use them. So let's starting with verse three. Romans 12, verse 3. And for those of you who are visiting or are curious, I am using the NIV because that's how I started reading the Bible, through the NIV when I was 33. Uh, Feel free to use other translations if you are used to them, as long as you actually are reading the Bible somewhere. So Romans 12, verse 3. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So the, the, the grace gifts listed in this passage are, there are seven of them. 
uh, prophecy, service, teaching, encouraging, generosity, which is giving, uh, leadership, and mercy. All of us have at least one of these. Some may have more than one. We, as followers of Jesus, we want to learn about them because we are commanded. God didn't suggest for us to learn about them. He commanded for us to learn about our gifting. We can see that in 1 Peter chapter 4, uh, verse 10. Each of you should use whatever gift, whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Use whatever gift you have received to serve others, not for our own selfish need. Yes, this gifting can function within a business setting, as in leadership. There are CEOs, there are presidents, and what have you, but the idea is to serve others. So we need to know, and firstly, we need to know what we have, right? What gifting do we have before we can effectively use our gifting? Also, use whatever gift you have received to serve others is one of the ways for, for all of us, not just a few, not just a few people within the church or just the leaders at the church, but for all of us to help bring spiritual maturity to ourselves, firstly, and to the church overall. We see that in Ephesians 4, verse 13, and Romans chapter 12, this very chapter. All these gifts are meant to operate within the context of building up and strengthening the church body. So this means working together according to the structure of the local church, right? We see that in uh, Romans 12, verse 4 and 5 right behind us, that Jesus is building up and he wants his body to be strong and strengthened and have lots of muscles because Jesus is the head and he's already very mature, but we need the body to catch up to our leader, Jesus. And all seven of these gifts belong to, to all of us. We are meant to enjoy all of them together. And how we can enjoy this gifting together is when we all bring our gifting forward to serve one another. So even though someone may have uh, a gifting in mercy, if that person can bring the mercy gift forward, we all can appreciate it, we all can enjoy it, we all can reap the benefit of it, and we can learn from it. So that's how, well, that's what I meant when I said we all can grow in our gifting and the whole church can grow in its gifting. So the main emphasis is that each person should exercise the gift or gifts that the Spirit has given them. This is how we can all enjoy this gift together. So on the flip side, as we can see in verse 3, this was a little bit humbling for me. You should not think too highly of ourselves and try to operate in an area where you're not gifted in. We should recognize that God has gifted us according to our faith and his desire. And we should try to serve others with the gift that God himself has chosen to give us. So in short, stay in your lane. Can I say that? Stay in your lane. That, that I was telling myself that. Stay in my lane. An example is we had such an incredible time of worship this morning, right? For me, staying in my lane is to not be on the worship team. If I don't stay in my lane, I try to force my way up here, you guys would not enjoy the worship time. So that's what it means in terms of do not think too highly of ourselves to exercise the gift that has not been given to us. Even though I love worship, I know that's not my gifting, but I get to enjoy worship because of those who are gifted, who's bringing forth what God has given to them. Because if I don't stay in my lane, none of us would enjoy worship or enjoy anything at all. 
So scripture is often used body parts to describe how God, uh, how he brings different people with different gifting together to form one body, which we see from, from this passage. Another illustration to help us have a better understanding is about having different tools in our tool belt to do a project or to do a job that God has called restoration to accomplish. We need different tools to build, uh, for example, to build a desk. For those of you who, is anyone has built a desk or a chair at all? I haven't, but I'm just saying. I've seen pictures, I've watched YouTube videos. So you need different tools to build a desk. For example, you need hammer, right? You need nails, plier, a branch, screwdriver, a leveler, you know, one of those things that makes sure things are straight and level, uh, measuring tape. So imagine trying to build a desk with one hammer. You can't build a desk with one hammer, right? Or imagine trying to build a desk with five hammers. There's no way that, I don't think you can build a desk with five hammers. So that's why God wants to bring different gifting to help us all mature and benefit and grow into fullness of who Jesus wants us to be. So let's talk about this passage, the gift given by God, the gift that were meant for us. Number one, by seeing this gifting, it means that we, each and every one of us, is very unique. Because we were created uniquely. He expresses his genius by making us all unique. Everyone has one of these gifts. We, like I said earlier, we use them in the other capacity. We want to also use them in a church setting also. So there, there's nothing wrong with, with using it outside of a church. However, we must also ex exercise this gift within our local church setting. So these gifts were primarily, as I said earlier, given to us to strengthen and build up his body, the local church. These uh, seven gifts, prophesizing, teaching, serving, leading, giving, mercy, and encouragement, I look at these as our superpowers that have been given by God. You know, I have three kids, so we watch, actually, I do like those movies. Those are Marvel movies. You know, I like them too. Everyone has a different superpower, right? These are our superpowers. If anyone ever, ever asks you, well, if you can have a superpower, what would it be? Right? Have you ever thought about that, watching those movies? Come on. Am I the only one? So, but what we see in here is we already have one of those superpowers. God has given it to us already. So find out what those superpowers are because that's what I mean in terms of God has created, created us uniquely and has given us a superpower. We just need to know what they are, what it is. So we have at least one of these superpowers. And if you don't know what gift God has woven within our DNA since the very beginning that we already have, ask God to tell you. Ask God to tell us. James 4 verse 2. You do not have because you do not ask God. That's tough, right? That's challenging. You do not have because you do not ask God. Ask God and he will show us what we already have so we can exercise that gift and we can grow into it. So first thing that we can see from this passage is that each of us are very uniquely created. The second thing is we are all connected together. In verse 5, it says, So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. That was a little bit challenging, right? Because I grew up on my own. I think you guys may have known that. I'm very independent. 
you know, put myself through school, get my own job, live on my own. What do you mean each member belongs to all the others? That's challenging, but that is the intention and then design for God's purpose to create each of us uniquely, but he put us together so we can all be connected within the local church family. Our God, again, expresses his genius by making us all connected in order to tap into all seven of these superpowers. So when we are together, each of us is stronger and we are enhancing or we are growing in our strengths and our giftings of the others. So each of us is, as I said, each of us is uniquely gifted so that others can be divinely lifted up, divinely lifted up when our gifts are functioning within a church body. A perfect example of that is, you see the worship team on here. I use the worship team a lot because they are usually in the spotlight. So you see the worship team on here performing, and they, they sound great, they do great, but without the person in the back, they could sound terrible. But because those people in the AVL team, audio, video, and light, they are using their gifting to divinely lift these guys up. So they are exercising their gifts that we all can enjoy. We all can worship. We all can appreciate the things that God is speaking to us and through us. So that's what I mean in terms of we need to be connected together and functioning and outworking our gifts within the context of a team or a body. So remember to stay in our lane as we work together as a body with many different body parts. That is how we can accomplish our mission with different team members doing their part. It's a team game. For those of you, you know that I love sports and I love team sport. Team sport is the ultimate understanding of what God wants us to operate and function. Because when you play within the team, uh, I grew up playing soccer. So if you know about soccer, you have defenders, you have midfield, midfielders, and you have strikers, right? If a defender always want to play strikers, it's not gonna happen. You're gonna lose a lot by a lot. But if a, a, a striker thinking that he should go back and play defense, they're not gonna score any goals. So the thing is, we just need to know what our gifting are, exercise into it, walk into the strength that God has given us and bring it together, connect it with one another. So all of us can be strengthened. That's what it means. So the whole body can be fully mature into the wholeness of what God has plan for us. So that's number two is we need to be connected because that's what it meant to say we, our gifting belong to all the others. It's not for us alone. It's also to help others. Number three, just from looking at this passage, it's a reminder to know that we all must grow. We honor God by learning about our, my, I honor God by learning about myself and how he has made me. The church can only, I'm going to use verses from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 to 16 here. The church can only grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So when we, each of us, grow in our lifting, that's in our gifting, this is the result of what become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. Grows and 
builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So that's what we're supposed to do in terms of growing is not only are we recognized that we were created uniquely, we need to function within the team because we are connected together, but we also need to grow in our gifting to help the body grow and mature and be strong. So the key to the growth of our gifting is our availability. So we already have the superpower. It's amazing superpower. Right? It's better than Thor. It's better than Captain America. Actually, he's my favorite superhero, Captain America. He's better than Captain America. We have the superpower that has been given to us by God, but we need to make ourselves available. Our availability, let me say this again. Our greatest ability is our availability. Our greatest ability is our availability. Be available for God to use us in his timing. Isaiah 6 verse 8. I think you guys all know this. Then I heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. Be available. That's what Isaiah is saying. Here am I. Send me. I am available. If you want to send me, send me. If you want me to stay, I will stay. If you want me to speak, I will speak. If you want me to be quiet, I will be quiet. Our greatest ability is our ability to be used by God, and as we are being used by God, we will grow in our gifting. An illustration would be, um, I am 52, so I'm not a college student, so I hope I will not offend anyone here, but how often do you see a college graduate to go on to become a CEO? I mean, of a big company. You, you may start your own business, yes, but how often does, do you see a college graduate to become a CEO? Not often, can I say that? Is it okay to say not often? Because we need to be available so we can grow in our gifting, grow in our understanding, and eventually those college graduates will become CEOs, CFOs, presidents, and what have you. But there is a timing for that, and we need to grow in our gifting. And another example which, for me, I look at it as Jesus living as a carpenter for 30 years before he actually revealed himself to everyone. There is something to that. I'm not saying that's theologically correct, but for me, 30 years is a long time. It's a long time to actually reveal himself to others. So we know that we're unique. We know that we're connected together, and we know that we must grow. And the fourth thing from this passage is like we must act from the gifting that we have. We must act on our gifting. There's a new movie coming out. The name of the movie is, I actually, I am excited to see this movie. The movie is called Air, A-I-R. Have you guys heard of the previews? I'm, I'm sure you have seen the trailer. It's about uh, a player not so well known at the time named Michael Jordan that Nike was trying to market a brand of uh, basketball shoes after. We are in Chicago, so I trust you all know who Michael Jordan is. So as we all know, Nike, the slogan at the time is, and still now is what? Just do it. Just do it, right? Is that, is that a new slogan? <laughs> Am I too old? Am I? <laughs> so uh, this, the slogan is just do it. So if our gifting is to prophesy, then prophesy. If our gifting is to serve, then serve. If our gifting is to teach, then teach. If our gifting is encouragement, then encourage someone. If our gifting is about giving or generosity, then give. If our gifting is to lead, then do it diligently. 
If our gifting is to have mercy, then do it cheerfully. You can see the seven gifting. They are all action words right here. Right? They are all action words. So that means we need to exercise those gifting. So we must act on them. Instead of, well, you know, so-and-so is so much better than me at leading. Or so-and-so is so much better than me at serving. So I will let them know. All of us need to step into the gifting that we have been given by God. And we got to do it in faith. Step out in faith. Hebrews 11.6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Isn't that amazing? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So we must step out in faith in terms of the gifting that God has given to us to exercise that, exercise that gifting. And, just as importantly, and to get feedback from others. A spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means to help the entire church. So God put us into a family for safety, for protection, and for guidance. All right, I may think, we're going to go back into worship. I may think that I'm a worship leader, but no one sees me as a worship leader. So what's the point of me trying to grow in that area? And I am not a worship leader, I can tell you that. I knew that, and I found that out painfully a long time ago. Um, okay, that was a little bit too honest. Um, anyway, so we must step out in faith and get feedback from others, those that we trust in terms of church leaders and elders, because feedback is crucial in our growth and application of our gifting, because our heart may desire a gift or think that we have some gifting, like I said, about worship for me. But what do other mature Christian things? Because I could be honest with you, Vanessa shut me down very quickly. But thankfully for you guys, she shuts me down very quickly because I don't have the gift of music. But my kids do. So that's why they're up here. So the point is, we need to get feedback. If we want to grow, then recognize that, oh yeah, you know, I may want to be the prophetic person, but actually, I don't have that gifting. So let's exercise the gifting that we have. Stay in our lane. Stay in your lane. Uh, and also, importantly, it's regarding feedback, which, which we have seen this, and, and sometimes we may do this ourselves. It's just don't ask someone who will tell you what you want to hear. Or just go along with what, with what you want to say. Don't ask someone who will not be able to challenge us or ask tough questions. Encouraging but tough questions to say, well, Hugh, why do you think you should be on the worship team? when you don't know how to play anything, and you can't carry a tune. You know, I mean, that was not quite loving, but at least it's a tough question to actually make us think about, wait, is this my gifting? As much as I love it, it is not. Uh, so talk to, uh, to elders within the church, because for, for elders, as you may or may not already know, elders are responsible for the spiritual needs and spiritual growth of those within that local church. So I want to bring this to a close. And uh, for this morning, and I want to repeat these, these points, as we can see from this passage, is that we're uniquely, each of us is uniquely created. We are connected to a local church as a body of Christ. We're meant to be connected. We shouldn't be alone rangers going out there somewhere, exercising our gifting. We must grow in our gifting, learn to grow in our gifting, 
because we cannot go from A to Z, right? You can't go from a college graduate to a CEO. You must grow in our gifting. And fourthly, we must act. Act to serve others because our gifting belongs to all the others. That's a challenging question for those independent people like myself. My gifting belongs to everyone else? You know, that's a little bit challenging, right? Can we be honest? But in Scripture, biblically, that's what it means for us to come together, bring forth our gifting to serve others, which will in turn help strengthen the church. Help strengthen the church so we can grow in the fullness of what God has planned for restoration. So if I can end this morning by giving two practical ways to help us recognize about who we are and our gifting, is number one, pray about it. Pray about what is your gifting, one of these seven, and talk with an elder. That's fine if you already know your gifting, but when you talk to an elder, be willing to listen. Be willing to listen to see why they may think, well, you actually do have a gift of prophecy not serving, or vice versa. And uh, the second practical way is, I want to encourage you guys, if you want to know more, send me an email. It's at hugh, H-U-E, at restoration.life. There are a few surveys out there that can help us fill out a survey to help point us to a specific gifting and can help us narrow our path a little bit, our focus to where we should be going to. Um, one is um, LifeWay. The other one's like I3 from UK. These are very good practical ways of trying to help narrow down our gifting. Uh, just to use uh, some of the terms that you may see in, in, out in the business world and, and what we see in scriptures, uh, just to kind of give you guys an example. For example, the gifting that we see in Romans uh, 12 versus what you see out there in the business setting is prophecy, the gift of perceive, perception, per, be very perceptive. It's the same thing as prophecy. Serving is practical, understanding practically what are the things that need to be done. Uh, teaching is someone that has a very inquiring mind. Always wanted to know, like, why? Right? Sometimes it may get annoying because people always ask you why, but that's, if someone has that gifting, they want to know more and more so then they can actually use that to teach and explain to others. Uh, encouraging is like a promoting. Someone that's always trying to promote others. That's what encouraging, right? Someone's like, Toby, always trying to promote Toby, always trying to promote Vanessa, always trying to, someone else trying to promote Liam. Someone's like always speaking life and encouraging, encouragement. Uh, to give a generosity is like uh, enterprising gifting. Leadership is organizing. If, if you do fill out a survey and someone may say, oh, you have an organized gifting or strength, that's leadership. It, it's different than administrative. Okay, I want to point that out because I'm not very strong administratively. Um, and mercy, it's like responding. If someone say, oh, you have a really good strength of always responding to a need, that is the mercy gifting. Uh, knowing more of who we are, uniquely created and uniquely gifted, will help us to connect more with God. If I can end with this note, this is the most important thing. If we becoming more aware of who we are, more aware of our strengths, more aware of our weaknesses, what we have been gifted us with, it will help us to be more connected with God, help us to grow in our revelation of Jesus, help us to grow in our understanding of who Jesus is, and we will have a better understanding of, of what we were created for. That's always, always something that we try to tell everyone and our kids is understanding the purpose that you were created for. 
Because you don't want to, no one wants to walk through life aimlessly. Especially us, as sons and daughters of the Almighty God, who belongs in the kingdom of God. So we know what we were created for, which will help us to have a better understanding of, understanding of what God has called us to do or to be. If we know what God has called us to do or to be, we can live a very purposeful life. We can continue and walk steadfast, persevere through all challenges and struggles and obstacles because we know this is what God is calling me to do and to be. That's what I mean in terms of strengthening and growing in our, in our relationship and be more connected with God. So I know I, um, I just spent this morning to talk through this passage to help understanding and try to give us a, a background of why it is important for us to understand its gifting. So the next five weeks, we will go through these seven different gifts that were given to us. So specifically talked about giving, specifically talking about leadership, specifically talking about some of the other gifts that, um, that we can see in this passage. So keep that in mind, and I want to encourage each and every one of you guys. Just go home, look through this passage, study it, pray over it, and trust that God will speak to us about who and the gifting, who we are and the gifting that God has given to us. So with that, I'm going to end. So why don't we all stand? I know you guys have been uh, sitting for a little while, so don't we stand, stretch, out, stretch your legs, and I will, uh, I will pray to close the meeting. Lord Jesus, we're so thankful for you, God. We're so thankful that we are able to gather together to praise you and to honor you and to lift you up, God. We may come with an agenda. We, we come prepared with the songs and the things that we want to say. But most of all, our desire is to honor you and to praise you and to lift you up. And our desire to help point everyone to you, Jesus. I just pray this morning, Holy Spirit, you will help us to have a greater revelation of you, God, greater understanding of who you are, and grow in our walk with you, God. We love you, and we praise you, Lord Jesus. And we pray to all these things in your mighty name, God. Amen. Thanks Amen. again for listening. We hope you were encouraged. Don't forget to connect with us through our website, restoration.life, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. 